This is CQ Roll Call's Policy Briefs, the latest in policy news from the CQ Roll Call newsroom. I'm John Donnelly, and I cover defense. In the January 6th riots at the Capitol, former military and military reservists, and possibly even some active military personnel, were overrepresented. By one recent estimate, about 20% of those who've been charged with offenses connected with the events of that day had some connection to the military. But even before the events of January 6th, there were a rash of cases where people with some kind of tie to the military were connected to violent events that often had an element of uh, white supremacy or other kind of extremist uh, tendencies. And of course, these people represent a minority of the military, but it still has been a cause of concern. Now, about a month before the January 6th riots, the House Senate Conference Committee was writing the final version of the annual defense policy bill, so-called NDAA. And they did a lot of things that addressed diversity in the military and a few things that took aim at the problem of violent extremism. For example, they created a new deputy inspector general that would have oversight of both diversity programs and efforts to counter extremism in the ranks. But one thing they balked at that has since become a little bit of a controversy, but it hasn't gotten that much attention, they decided not to enact or send to the president's desk and a new article in the Uniform Code of Military Justice, the military's law, acts of violence committed either due to racist motives or to affect government policy. It would make that an explicitly separate crime under the code. Now, Republicans like Jim Inhofe, the chairman of the committee at the time, a Republican from Oklahoma, didn't think that was necessary. But Jackie Speer, who wrote the provision, said that the reason that the conferees uh, did not adopt her provision was because they were afraid to annoy President Trump. They were concerned about a Trump veto, which, of course, Trump eventually vetoed the bill anyway, and his veto was overridden. But that's what Spear charges. So why does Jackie Spear and others in Congress want to have this separate law? First of all, this is targeting violent actions, not people's beliefs. It's about people who take those beliefs and put them into violent action. And the reason they want to have a separate law is they want to put a special focus on it in the military in terms of deterring the behavior. It will also help in tracking how these crimes occur and to what extent they're they're occurring, tracking investigations and convictions and things like that. It also is tracking the law does not just penalize people who, you know, commit the the act directly, but also people who conspire with them, who support them. And so that is right now not addressed anywhere in in the law or the rules that govern the Defense Department. So anyway, they decided not to make this new change in the military law. Ironically, the Defense Department, very quietly in a December report, advocated making this very change. And even more strangely, the conference report that in the NDAA that when it eventually came out had a paragraph that said, we may need to do this. In other words, hey, it's not a bad idea. Well, I think going forward, it is going to change. And so you're going to see a new, I guess you'd call it a hate crimes uh, statute in the military law. And that's likely to happen, A, because the Pentagon wants it, 
and B, because Democrats now control Congress, albeit narrowly. And it seems like there's a huge focus now, especially after January 6th, on doing something about whatever violent extremism exists in the military. It may just be a smattering, but it may run deeper than we know. They're just not keeping very good track on it, but it's becoming a real hot button issue now. So this is an issue that we're gonna be watching very closely as we move forward.